Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within podcast. I'm Enrique, and today I am on my second leg of a five-stop international tour. The month of July is my birth month, and I love to travel, so I want to go abroad. And I bring to you today, Johnny Mimilati. He is all coming to us all the way from Italy. Now, hey, folks, you go to Italy for vacation and all the sites and stuff. I'm bringing it to you. So, Johnny, thank you so much for sharing this platform with me today. I want to give you an opportunity to tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll go into the subject of today, which is leadership and revenue strategy. But welcome. Thank you so much for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, so a, a lot of times we we try to figure out what this whole revenue thing is. And as leaders, some of us don't have no idea yeah. what it is and how it impacts companies. And today I want to educate folks on being, uh, you know, revenue strategy minded, because if they're not, they can miss a lot of cues that will help their company. Yeah. Uh, and at times it'll be very detrimental uh, to the company if they don't know about it. So let's let's go a little bit about your, your background and what what you're doing, and then we'll get into the subject matter. Sure, brother. Let's do it. So I come from a sales background, and you know, funny enough, when you say revenue, a lot had to do there with revenue. Uh, when I got hired in this uh, huge company, I had to learn like how do I bring in clients, how do I bring in revenue, and how do I pick up the phone to make it happen. And I'm going to tell you, Enrique, it was a hard one. Uh, so when I got into that job and that industry, I had to learn. I had to learn how to do that. So. That transition was really tough for me, but I think it prepared me for what it is that I do today because it's about revenue. And I don't talk about that in my content because I'm about client successes, about grow, you know, growing a business and all this stuff. Revenue, I don't touch on it much because it's not like the, the main drive for me, but it's about revenue. Um, and I feel like from the background that I come, the thing that it's has the greatest impact in your revenue, it's your ability to build a pipeline. Right, your ability to build a pipeline that is so strong, so reliable, that you have so many people talking to, so many people considering to work with you, that it's it's amazing, and that's where you can predict the revenue. And I feel like that's the main challenge with many business owners. How can can I predict that I'm going to be making that much? You don't. You build a pipeline that will do it for you, right? Um, and that's something that many people don't think about. They think they they expect it to come. But their effort doesn't go in building a pipeline, in building such a strong, you can call it audience, but having a foundation in here of people that you build a relationship with, that they already know you, they know your product, they know what, you, what value you can bring into their lives. So I feel like that has a great impact with revenue. So I had to learn to do that. And when I transitioned into doing coaching, then of course, you know, I already had that skill, that discipline. Uh, which I feel is helping me a lot to to make this transition. So, um, yeah. Mm. And you mentioned a pipeline, and a lot of people don't know what pipeline is. Some people, obviously, in sales and marketing, they, they understand pipeline. But for those yep. that are novice out there, 
uh, trying to figure this whole uh, revenue strategy. What What is a pipeline? So in this context, a pipeline, I simply mean a list of prospects who know who you are, they're familiar with your product. And then, of course, there are people who are more familiar with it and they better know what it is that you offer. By pipeline, I mean that having a list of prospects who know uh, what you can offer to their lives. And of course, a pipeline can also mean a list of prospects that you need to contact and get in touch with who might be ideal clients. So these are, can be called people who don't even know you, who you are. This can be people who are familiar with your product. And this can be even people who know everything about your product, how good it is, how it can solve the problem. They just are in the fence of making a decision. Yeah. So that that's interesting because a lot of times we don't view acquaintances and friends as potential pipeline uh, candidates, right? <laughs> but yeah. a, a lot of times uh, they come from, they could come from there. Mm. But it, but what you're mentioning uh, just brings to my head a, a vision of me out there networking and getting to know people and talking about my product so that people can get familiar with what it is. Uh, mm. And I see a lot of people push a lot of content i.e. on LinkedIn, right? They push a lot of content out. I'm one of them, right? Uh, I I push a lot of things out, uh, a lot of educational things on leadership, uh, but never capitalize or never reach out to those that engage. And so you're never able to build anything if you're just putting stuff out there. So, um, you know, from your expert opinion on on this particular topic um how far can i get if i don't you know start reaching out and and i'm just putting stuff out there uh i think that's a challenge with many the people they they put all this content and they underestimate actually the most important part because if this if this content is attracting people to you it's bringing the likes and the comments and these people there might be ideal clients in there if you forget that activity then you're leaving potential clients on the table, people who you could have helped, right? So how do you make the time for it might be the question. Uh, You make it a priority. The reason you're not finding time for it is because it's not a priority, right? So once you make it a priority to reach out to potential clients, another challenge, Enrique, it's like, who do I reach out? How do I find these people? And that depends, of course, in the industry. But if you're on LinkedIn, you likely, your ideal clients are likely here. If you're a leader, if you're somebody who helps people with content, probably, maybe you help people with leadership, they're hanging out in here. The question is, where are they, are, where are they hanging out? Where, where are they? Right? Um, now, asking that question, there are many ways to find these people. So you've got to educate yourself on how do I find them? There are different ways. Number one is hashtags, just to educate you guys. Search for hashtags that your ideal clients will, will use. For example, I help leadership coaches. I help coaches in general, but my ideal clients are leadership coaches. These people are likely going to use the hashtag leadership coach. Easy to find, right? So look for those ways. Another way is the search on LinkedIn, but I'm going a little bit off, off topic here. But the, what I mean by that is have a way to easily find these people. Because once there is a strategy to easily find them, reaching out to folks becomes easier, Right? Because now you have somebody, you have a list of people. Uh, once you have that, now make it a priority. And I feel like, Enrique, what has been a game changer is to focus first thing in the morning. Like in the morning is where you have most of the energy, most of the attention to put into something like this. And th- don't put your effort uh, on this like in the afternoon. In the afternoon, you have already made so many decisions uh, and we only have so, so, so much energy to make 
a specific like we cannot make a thousand decisions and then after a thousand decisions we're still fresh you're not going to be mentally you're not so focus your time and attention first thing in the morning and i try to do it myself in the morning because i feel like it takes the most energy because the way i reach out to people it's very personalized and i don't reach out to anybody and anybody if i reach to some I reach out to somebody i really see the potential i can help them uh, from what i see and i do my research so i don't reach out to anybody and anybody so my approach is really personalized it's really from a place of i really feel confident i can help you and then i just focus on that first thing in the morning so make it easy to find with your clients make it a priority put your time and energy in the morning on it and uh, stay consistent you know the first week will be the hardest the second will be the hardest after the month after you build the, ha- the habit it becomes fun yeah yeah that's uh that's so important to realize uh and you mentioned a a, a very a strong word which is a priority yeah. right if, if if things are not priority they won't take a seat in your in your whole daily activity right yeah. so it, it won't produce anything if you're not prioritizing this uh you know mm-hmm. I, I tell you from the perspective of a leadership coach that uh, I loved your personalized outreach. And, and when you just said this, folks, I, I'm a witness <laughs> to, to Johnny's uh, uh, comment there, because when uh, when I first met him over a year ago, um, his approach to me was very personalized, uh, which was the very first time. And I tell you, it was the very first time I saw anyone reach out to me via a video message. And I was so impressed by that. Uh, that I have adopted that and I don't do it with everybody. So not everybody has received that. Yeah. But when I feel uh, uh, dr- driven or drawn to mm. that, it is with people that I know that I would like to either uh, help or uh, assist in one way or another, uh, whether okay. it's with leadership or not. But so, but so you set the trend that, uh, there for me, so I thank you for that. Uh, for, but, but for those listening, uh, yeah. uh, that personalized touch is so important mm. uh, when you're trying to drive a revenue strategy into play or whatever it is that you're doing, because yeah. people do business with people. Right. So uh, mm. so I thank you for that. Funny enough, now, Enrique, by the way, I had a call with a potential client uh, about a week ago. And she got on a call with me. She said, Johnny, you sent me a video DM about two years and a half ago on LinkedIn. She, we are likely going to work together. Of course, she's thinking about it. It's not very cheap what I offer. But she was like, nobody's ever done that. And since then, I still remember that approach. I was personalized. I watched that video. I still watch it before. I watched it before getting on a call with you. I'm like, it's amazing. So just to prove that personalization, taking the time to check somebody out. I hate that approach of reaching out to anybody and anybody. Like, as a coach, I don't want to work with everybody and everybody. If I get a good feeling about somebody, that's who I want to work with. And I say no to people who I don't get a good vibe or I don't feel confident I can help them or they don't have a good attitude. I'm like, there are thousands of people who I can help. I don't want to work with the wrong ones, right? Hmm. No, and that's important. Uh, And and you bring up a a good topic to talk about here because we're talking (laughs) about revenue, uh, you know, strategy. Hmm. And a lot of times because people are chasing money, they want to say yes. And they want to say yeah. yes, and they want to say yes. But you just bring up the topic of no, right? In a mm. revenue strategy, there has to be a place for no. Because yes. if, if you continually, continuously say yes 
to the wrong client, yeah. you might as well have went back and said no, right? <laughs> so the, the importance uh -huh. of no in a revenue strategy, let's talk about that for a little while. Now, here's the thing about that. People fail to see the long-term consequence of getting somebody as a client who it's not a good fit. The short term is, of course, the income, the revenue, but they fail to see the long term. The long term is they're not going to get results. They're going to be disappointed with your program. That is going to impact your confidence. And that is going to show up in the next calls you're going to have with other potential clients. It's going to cost you much more than the price you're going to get from getting that one client. But people fail to see that. Um, and it's kind of very common. So people fail to see that long-term and short-term consequence of an action. I feel like when you get to choose with the right clients and you say no to the wrong ones, short-term, of course, you might think that I'm leaving money on the table because I'm saying no to some clients. Long-term, you're saying yes to so much more profit because you're working with people who you can help. And if they get results, that is going to expand big time and that it's going to bring new clients to you. Uh, so understanding the long-term consequence of an action and seeing the long-term effect of all right, if I do this now, okay, forget about what happens now if I do it. What will happen as a result of, you know, one month from now, two months from now, one year from now? And choose the long-term effect. If the long-term effect is better and brings results, even now it's not that ideal and it's not that great, go over the long-term. Um, I feel that's why even at such a young age, because four years ago, Enrique, I had the choice, you know what? I can be on Instagram all day and fake my life and fake how good my life is. I live in Italy and all this stuff. But it's like long-term effect, that, that doesn't sound good. Long-term, I'm just not going to be. So I said, you know what? Short-term, I, I wouldn't just focus on clients' results. And that short-term, it's not good. It's really hard because there is no, no results to that. You're not getting feedback. When you're working on your program, you're making your program better, you're improving your skill set. There is not much feedback. But again, by the long-term effect, it's huge because you help clients get results. And that's it's amazing. So I think that's the biggest mistake people make. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't calculate that uh, when they're talking about their future uh, because, it, you know, it's easy to see the shiny penny right now. Right. It's, it's yeah. easy to go after that uh, quick dollar uh, because it, and, and it depends on what you're doing and how you're doing it or, or how you're going about it. But uh, yeah. that quick dollar doesn't always meet the need later. And, and anybody that is in wealth management or in wealth uh, building, they, they'll tell you it's not today, it's tomorrow. We're thinking about tomorrow. So, so mm. uh, when I'm, I'm, I'm building this, I'm saying no to the right people, <laughs> right? And yes to the right people strategy around revenue. And I have a good client base and I have a, a, a great funnel system. That thing is working. You see most people missing. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within Podcast. I'm Enrique. And today I am on my second leg of a five-stop international tour. The month of July is my birth month and I love to travel. So I want to go abroad and I bring to you today Johnny Mimilari, he is all coming to us all the way from Italy. Now, hey, folks, you go to Italy for vacation and all the sites and stuff. I'm bringing it to you. So, Johnny, thank you so much for sharing this platform with me today. I want to give you an opportunity to tell us a little bit about you 
And then we'll go into the subject of today, which is leadership and revenue strategy. But welcome. Thank you so much for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so a a lot of times we, we try to figure out what this whole revenue thing is. And as leaders, some of us don't have no idea what it is and how it impacts companies. And today I want to educate folks on being, uh, you know, revenue strategy minded, because if they're not, they can miss a lot of cues that will help their company. Uh, And at times it'll be very detrimental uh, to the company if they don't know about it. So let's, let's go a little bit about your, your background and what, what you doing, and then we'll get into the subject matter. Sure, brother. Let's do it. So I come from a sales background and, you know, funny enough, when you say revenue, a lot had to do there with revenue. Uh, When I got hired in this uh, huge company, I had to learn like, how do I bring in clients? How do I bring in revenue? And how do I pick up the phone to make it happen? I'm going to tell Enrique it was a hard one. Uh, So when I got into that job and that industry, I had to learn. I had to learn how to do that. So that transition was really tough for me, but I think it prepared me for what it is that I do today because it's about revenue. And I don't talk about that in my content because I'm about client successes, about you know, growing a business and all this stuff. Revenue, I don't touch on it much because it's not like the, the main drive for me, but it's about revenue. Um, and I feel like from the background that I come, the thing that it's has the greatest impact in your revenue, it's your ability to build a pipeline. Right, your ability to build a pipeline that is so strong, so reliable, that you have so many people talking to, so many people considering to work with you, that it's it's amazing, and that's where you can predict the revenue. And I feel like that's the main challenge with many business owners. How can can I predict that I'm going to be making that much? You don't. You build a pipeline that will do it for you, right? Um, and that's something that many people don't think about. They think they they expect it to come. But their effort doesn't go in building a pipeline, in building such a strong, you can call it audience, but having a foundation in here of people that you build a relationship with, that they already know you, they know your product, they know what you, what value you can bring into their lives. So I feel like that has a great impact with revenue. So I had to learn to do that. And when I transitioned into doing coaching, then of course, you know, I already had that skill, that discipline. Uh, which I feel is helping me a lot to, to make this transition. I think lack of intention, the way they show up online. I think that it's, the, it, it's costing people more than they think. They think about visibility. They think about getting in front of more people, but they don't understand that. What are you trying to accomplish with it in the first place? Lack of intention of what am I trying to accomplish? What am I trying to demonstrate? When you don't have clarity around these questions, then your approach will just be like everybody else's. And if you don't stand out, if your approach is like everybody else's, you don't stand out. You don't stand out, you got no chance. That is the biggest mistake when it comes to revenue. Uh, Lack of intention and lack of um, understanding, oh, here's what I've got to demonstrate. Here's the type of people I want to get in front of. And here's the type of content that will allow me to demonstrate those things. So people want to do business with me. So that is the biggest one. Yeah, I had to think about it because there are many mistakes, but I feel like on top of my mind, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, and that, that truly is, uh, you know, the, the, the top of the heap when you're talking about getting out there 
on yeah. social platforms because you can literally expend yourself and do nothing. <laughs> you can yeah. spend hours on videoing uh, a session, uh, creating something on, on, you know, text or all the different forms that they have for you to post yeah. and absolutely do nothing. And, and uh, I'm going to be uh, one of the people that I'm going to, you know, and I love telling the truth and that's just the way it is. Even if it's about me, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time creating mm -hmm. content that is um, marketed towards a person that wants to grow in leadership, you know, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of that bulk of time that I was not getting anything. There was nothing. Mm. What it was is me pushing my energy out with nothing coming in yeah. until I figured out that there has to be an intent. You know, I knew the intent, but people didn't know the intent. When, and, when, <laughs> when did the, the, that shift happen? I'm just curious. When did that shift happen? When... When things got hard, how about that? <laughs> when things really yeah. got hard, where, uh, where I was not seeing any results, uh, and it hit me, you're, you're not, you're not focused. You're, you're, mm. you're trying to touch a lot of things to a lot of people. Yeah. And that doesn't work. So once I figured out who it was that I was trying to get, and trying to reach, you mentioned this earlier, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it did. It didn't really work out. Yeah. And and to be honest, if, had that not happened, I still would have been doing. You know, and I've been on LinkedIn for years, but I haven't been doing video for about the like last two years. I still mm. would have not been doing good in the revenue side uh, had mm. I not got to that point. Yep. But it was just I was trying to hit everybody mm. uh, with my content and it, and it doesn't work. That's, yeah. And I feel like the reason people, because most people are not aware of it. That's the worst part. You, you don't know that you, you're doing it. People think that it's about value. People are in this level of awareness that if I provide value, it's enough. I will get results. And they don't understand that that lacks intention because if you don't demonstrate, for example, if you don't demonstrate your expertise, you can keep providing value for the next seven years. If it doesn't demonstrate that you are an expert in your field, the value that you are providing, it's not going to inspire somebody to reach out and work with you, right? So the fact that you believe that people, this is how people think, most people in Rica, they think, what idea can I come up with so I can post it online? That's the question. That question lacks a lot of intention because any idea can be good. Any, any idea can be interesting. But when you ask yourself another question, and the question is, what decisions must take place in the prospect's mind for them to want to do business with me? Different question, right? Brings different answers. And those answers are going to allow you to be way more intentional and strategic with the content than if, what if idea what idea can I come up with that it's good enough or that it's interesting enough, right? So there is a difference. And I think that it's the difference of people, how people show up. The, there is lack of that, of that strategic thinking of what do I need to post? 
for demonstration to take place. Yeah. And that's mm. uh, that's so critical. And um, and I thank you because uh, through your post, actually, yeah. uh, I've been able to pick out some things that have allowed me to shift a little here and there and maintain that focus throughout so that mm. I can be intentional. And, uh, you know, folks, uh, if, if you're listening to this show and I'm going to allow Johnny to take the time here to share how how you can reach him. Uh, but it's uh, intentionality is almost everything. But Johnny, uh, if someone wanted to work with you, wanted to hear your content, wanted to uh, dive in a little more on this strategic planning around revenue, how could they do that? Go my LinkedIn profile, check my content and check my future section of clients. And he will give you a clear idea about how, because when you see the clients and when they articulate the success, they are you're going to see how they're thinking and how they're thinking about the results. Um, and it's different than what they were thinking before working together. Um, but it's LinkedIn. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a website guys, you know, which is strange nowadays. I don't have a funnel. It's my LinkedIn profile. Now I, I've got some, some messages uh, lately from people, Johnny, but what if LinkedIn disappears? I'm like, it would be fun to, you know, it would be fun to, to test myself. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> All the platforms, like there's this, there is fear. Johnny, what if LinkedIn disappears? It's damn good nothing happens i would like to start from scratch somewhere else it's going to be fun you know to test myself um so i i don't like that type of marketing but it's linkedin yeah i gave a short uh, a long answer there. <laughs> <It's LinkedIn. laughs> no that's fine you know a lot of people have different ways of getting contacted because yeah, yeah. they think that uh you know a masses will attract more uh but sometimes you just got to be focused right and and you're focused and and I, I'm, I'm i'm a linkedin guy as well and so most people can find me here, uh, although yeah. I have other other avenues. But uh, folks, if you want to talk to Johnny uh, con concerning uh, building a funnel, building your strategy around your revenue and getting clear on your messages here online, hey, reach out to him. I'll have his information, his link on there uh, to the post and to the YouTube channel uh, a post video. But please consider getting intentional and, that, and out of all of that you know intentionality is one of those things that, that will make or break yeah. you uh johnny thank you so much for sharing today with me uh this international month uh all the way from italy uh i really appreciate you and all that you bring uh to not only social media but to our world thank you Man, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I love the work. I've been following you for over a year and a half, a uh, year and a half now, more, probably more than that. And I don't do live stream, guys. This is probably my third online. And if I say yes to somebody, it means that I really respect and love their work. So thank you, brother. Appreciate that. I really appreciate that. And, and, and thank you so much. You have a blessed day. Everybody out there, get intentional about your revenue strategy. It'll make a difference. That's a quote right there. And calculating all these things, what are most people missing when they're talking about their revenue strategy? Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.